Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. What is the rest? What do I mean? What am I talking about? Well, we're going to create a safe place. We're going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever chatterings going on or discussions or debates. We're gonna, I'm going to tell you a story. It's going to go on. It's going to distract you from that. Just imagine I'm taking you by the hand. Or maybe I'm just taking your thoughts by the hand. Yeah, I'm like, come along, little children, little thought children. Some people may call you thought jerks, but they're just little papa brains. Just a little, you know, papa brain needs to rest. Come along with me. We're going to go on a little journey here. And just come, come along. So I'll take them. I'm going to tell them a story. I'm going to tell it to you, too. But the thing is, like, your your main brain... Uh, you know, your main up up in your main membranes. It, it, you can listen to me, but you don't have to. You, you can disengage, and then reengage at a much lower gear. Because I'm going to talk and I'm going to tell a story, and it's going to go on. It's going to take some turns. There'll be some talking, probably some discussions, probably conversation, or a, you know, did I say discussion? But those kind of things, and then you'll be like. All of a sudden, you'll be asleep. Meanwhile, your little um, pestering brain parts, they'll be like, wow, this is so interesting. That guy, what's that guy talking about? I I, I love that part. And they'll be so engaged that they won't have time to bug you. You'll be asleep. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense. This podcast is strange. It's a little bit silly. So if you're looking for anything on the more guru level or the serious level, um, you know, uh, I could, I, sometimes I'll pretend to be a guru or a serious person, but I'm just not. But I'm here to help you fall asleep. We're the podcast that puts you to sleep. Works for some people, doesn't work for everybody. But I'm glad you're here. I hope you try it out, and I hope it works for you. We're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can um, find me on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Write comment on the website, whatever you need to do. Let me know how it's going, what I can do to help you fall asleep. Love to hear from you. All right, and I and uh, I'm glad you're here. I hope I help you fall asleep. Uh, thank yous. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson who does our music. Uh, Scotty and Jennifer who do our beautiful icons, our iTunes cover art, and you know banner type stuff. I want to thank Damon D on the backup who does the show notes, Glittering Insanity, who does my research when I need it, Lord and Lady of the Podcast, who handle food truck-related castle business, Defrenestrator watches them, Silvertone sings for them, Thunder from Down Under entertains them, and all of us, all, all those things. All the listeners, I want to thank everybody out there who's listening, especially people I heard from recently, Christy R., Haley C, she had a nice uh, what do you, hashtag, words like Ambien. Um, I'm dropping words like uh, people, you, know, you don't really want to drop Ambien. They're kind of expensive. Uh, don't drop. Uh, 
So thank you, Hallie. See, Justin D., he was telling me about some Roman Reigns, Roman and the Beanstalk on uh, wrestling that he saw. I'm going to have to look into that. Vrunt V. Runt, thank you for your shout-out. Geeky Girls trying to support the podcast. She got shut down, but um, she was still trying to promote the podcast. Lori H., Kump, K-Ump, I think. Uh, I, was, I was promoting the podcast. Thank you. Okay, those two will come back to three. And uh, Kayla P. K- is it Kyla? Kayla. It's K-A-Y-L-A, right? Kayla? Kyla. Kayla. You say Kayla. I say Kyla. Get my name right, podcaster. You're just a jerk face. Oh. Anyway, uh, a lot of people out there are like, hey, how can I help out the podcast? That puts me to sleep. You can do it uh, like any of those people I listed, or you know, you can join the One Listener Initiative, where we drop words like ambient. One Listener Initiative. What is that? Wow, that sounds fancy. Well, I'll l- let me tell you, Brett, it is fancy. It is the One Listener Initiative, where it's uh, two words used being used in two directions, just like ambient dropping ambient like words and ambient. Oh, oh Brett. Could you uh, uh, focus there? Okay, well, uh, one listener initiative is uh, you, if you like the podcast, you just go out there and you listen to people and you say, hey, Bradley, uh, you look, you know, you you know, those, uh, is it just me or are those bags under your eyes bigger than normal? Well, how's that listening, Brad? Oh, well, this was just an example, but he might say, man, my, my bags under my eyes are killing me. How how are they, how they uh, you know, people don't normally talk anyway. You might say I can't sleep, and you say, "Well, I got this podcast. It's a kooky little thing, but it works for me." And then you just you know you're trying to find one listener listener for the podcast by listening to you know one one listen. You probably have to listen to about thirty people, maybe three hundred people before you find one that can't sleep and would listen to the podcast. But that sounds like a lot of work, Brad. We'll just do it's. That's why we just say one listener initiative. It's a, all right. Um, thanks guys. Uh, those were the uh, guys I hired to do a promo on, uh, uh, um, a cheaper version of Fiverr. It was a one, one ver. Uh, that didn't work. But anyway, at one listener initiative, there's people, there's some people on some website called File Pile talking about us. I, I couldn't log in there. Tomcat Fever over on Reddit was talking about us. Brought brought the biggest day on our website ever. Thanks, Tomcat. And uh, I think a knitting site we were up on last week. Couldn't log into that one either. I probably banned on, on a lot of those websites. I'm on some list for berating uh with intent to uh, insult. But anyway, uh, that's neither here nor one listener. If you want to help out, just tell one person about the podcast, listen, and see if you can hear about anybody you know or places you go online that are having trouble sleeping and just say, hey, this is an odd little podcast I like. It helps me fall asleep. Hopefully it helps you. Talk about either helping a friendship grow or... um, you know, freaking someone out. Yeah, don't uh, free advice. Don't bring this podcast up on any first dates. Okay, uh, it, you know, and especially like a trial balloon. 
hey, uh, you, 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 would you ever listen to this podcast I heard about by this brilliant man? He, uh, he's, uh, he has this podcast to help people fall asleep. Wow, you are beautiful. Anyway, he's got this podcast to help you. It's so, it's so, um, different. And, uh, uh, how would you, would you date a podcaster? I mean, or more than date, like hang out after a date, you know, podcasts. What's a podcast? So just don't bring it up on a date because, you know, and plus you don't want to be in a restaurant playing podcasts for a date. Now your best friends or whatever, or your new best friends, you know, that's like a, you know, different situation entirely. So I'm glad you're here. Thank you for all the support everybody always gives me. Thanks for sharing your stories. Your hardships, our, our hearts go out to France, to our buddy Jeannie, who's having a little bit of a tough time recently, and anybody else, okay? I know I've heard from a bunch of people, the new year, the holiday season is wrought, can be wrought with a lot of emotional stirrup, um, which maybe this podcast could be your emotional stirrup syrup up in, you know, I'm dropping words like Ambien now. All right, uh, all right, let's just move on. Why, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of After the Glass Slipper, uh, Season 2, The Last Royal. I am your guide, the teller of this tale. Agatha is my name. And catching you up on the story is my current game. So when we last left off, I hear some of you may have been asleep. Oh, oh, bother, as the uh, fairy godmother says. Uh, we, uh, Cinderella, had set off, or, or she would, well, technically she was about to set off in search of a solution for our ill fairies across our village, our town, our city. The fairies had fallen ill with a mysterious illness, or, or some other, it could be some, I, I don't know, they say something else. But she set off to this great kingdom that was many, many months away or something. And she said, Agatha, I'd like you to run things while I'm gone. I said, oh, no, no, Cinderella, I couldn't possibly do it. And with all my brilliance, the, you know, uh, the people, they don't like me. And she said, honey, just do it. You're, 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 you're. You're good in a in a pinch, and you're you know they're frightened of you, and so many things. She was so kind, and she set off. We had a big banquet. There was some men there bothering me about some cliff or something, but uh, she set off Cinderella since that was betwixt, betwixt, betweenixt, between our tale last week and this week. Cinderella had set off. And the people of the land, they had a, they, we had a banquet and we saw her. We said, goodbye, Cinderella, and people cried. And then everyone went back home to their, their houses and their townhouses and their, uh, you know, buildings they live in. And I returned to the castle with Penelope. And the next day rose, as any other day would, and I got out of bed and I said, uh, you know, I have this thing with this one woman who brings me my morning tea. I say, well, this is not the temperature. I like the tea. And she says, well, that's what you say, ma'am. 
is it too hot or too cold? And I say, it's not right. And then I laugh and I say, oh, I'm just kidding, girl. So we had that thing. And I took my tea and I went into Penelope's room and I made sure she was still sleeping. I tucked tucked her in. Such a, I'll be honest with you people, uh, very peaceful watching a grandmotherly fairy sleep. I wonder if they sleep better than us, but her face was turned in a smile, and her eyes, they were so relaxed and, and gentle. And her eyes tend to be like that when she's awake, but I was like, oh, I was a bit jealous. And then I said, oh, well, let me prepare for my day. My first day is, uh, um... Oh, I forgot Cinderella did not tell me what to call myself, but I said to myself, okay, why don't I make Penelope some tea? And I made her some tea, some uh, cup of flower tea made from a couple of flowers, and then I waited and I brought it in her room and I opened the curtains to her room as she was just rising. And she again looked so pleasant. I said, good morning, Penelope. And she said, she said, oh, you, you're in a good mood for your first day of work at a new job. And I said, oh, well, I'm just so happy to see you smiling in your sleep and now smiling when you're awake. Here is some cup of tea, cup of flower tea with a cup of flowers in it. And I have some bone broth that is being made in the kitchens for you from many different bones of many different animals to enrich you with vitamins. They say there's vitamins in there. And Penelope said, don't you know that that is just a made-up thing, but eating the broth of bones is a very good thing indeed. And I say, and also, uh, servants come in servants, and the servants came in with all these potted plants. And I said, these are plants. I'm going to fill your room with plants, Penelope. Because I, I And they're all alive and they're safe, so don't gasp or do anything. I want you to be surrounded by the life of plants. There's even butterflies in there, and I know I do not like them, but they will be surrounding you to make you well. And I said, could I offer you anything else, maybe a crumpet or a scone or something to go with your broth? And Penelope looked at me in an odd way, and she said, what What are you up to, Agatha? What are you up to today? Did you break my treasured china or something? And I said, your, your china board game from that strange... That that board game, you, and she said, "Oh, I said no, I do not, I did not break your board game. Uh, but perhaps we could have a board game or two together." And she said, well, "Why are you?" I, and I said, "Well, my dear, I'm in double duty. Cinderella's gone, so I have to be doubly nice to you. Double duty, so I will bring you two things instead of one." And she just stared at me. And I said, our precious package, Penelope, we have to keep her well. And she said, what is with the alliteration? And I said, what is alliteration, my dear? And she said, never you mind. What is, Agatha, uh, what do you, what, what, are you planning on taking care of me all day? And I said, of course, Penelope, my sweet, sweet dear. I couldn't have Cinderella return and not have you report on me and say, oh, Penelope did not treat me with the dearest of deepest of love. She said, well, that's fine if you want to keep an eye on me, but uh, what about everyone else, the rest of the people? And I said, of, of what? And uh, she said, the people of the land. And I said, oh, those people will be fine. And she said, well, what, what do you... 
And I said, well, you know, they'll work out their minor problems. I'm up here, and I will be watching you, and I will have people listening. And then if there's a major, you know, they're still, they're worried for Cinderella. They'll be on their best behavior no matter what. And any anything they can, they can work it out. And if there's a major crisis, like some sort of strange thing, I will spring into action. I'm very good under crisis, you know, Penelope. And she said, "Oh yes, Agatha, you are." But that is not what a reigning queen does—just sit back and wait wait for a crisis. She said, "You must work with the people and and, and the day to day operations." And I said, "Okay, well." Uh, let me show you this. I'll be right back. And I brought in a fish bowl. We had a fish, you know, a, I don't know, I think they called them uh, silver fish. A fish, it's in a bowl, it swims around, it's for your entertainment. I don't know how the fish feels about it, but I said, here we go. And Penelope said, oh, why are you bringing me a fish? I said, oh, no, no, watch, I'll open the balcony and I will stand. This is not a fish bowl, my dear. This is an orb of seeing and when I hold it up and it catches the light from the, the balcony of the castle quite far away, it looks very impressive. It will be glinting, and I will spread word among the people that I am watching them in their homes, wherever they go with this orb of seeing. No matter what you do, Agatha will be watching you, and then I will just stay up here with you, and if there's a crisis, I will deal with it. And Penelope said to me, she said, Oh, Agatha, is that, uh, is that what you want? Is that how you want to handle things with a little lie? And up here, far away observing from here, is, is that how you want to deal with it? Or was that, do you think that's how Cinderella would want to deal with it? And I just laughed and I looked. I said, Look at the fish. He's, I think he's eating his own poop, Penelope. Would you believe that? What is, is these things are dumber than dogs. And she said, are you doing what is best for you or what is best for the people? And I said, well, I'm just making a question in the people's mind when I hold this above my head and I will put on makeup so my face looks even more frightening. Uh, or no, so my face looks frightening. Uh, I will look on the people and, and then the word will go through them and they will just behave for they will know. So it's what everybody wants. People to behave. The people want to be, you know, they, they, I think, you, you don't think lie. I mean, Cinderella already told me not to lie. This isn't really a lie, is it? It's, it's, it's an orb of seeing. And she said to me, Agatha, are you afraid? And I looked at her and I glared at her and she said, well, I... Let me see, and she pulled her covers off. She said, I believe I have just enough power left for one more spell. Now, what was that spell? How did it go? She goes, it was a spell for cats that are afraid of mice. And she said, I will cast it on you, and you can go walk among the people, and you will not need your orb. She goes, how does it go? Uh, okay, mice's tails... Fear never fails, I said, and I said, oh, I do not need your your spells. I, I'm not afraid of any people. I'll tell you what, how about this? I will go down there and I will walk among the people and I will observe them up close 
Instead of with my orb of seeing, I will see with my own orbs, my eyes, and I will tell them I am watching them on behalf of Cinderella, which is true, and I will be making reports to Cinderella, which w will be true, and I will be keeping track of things for when she returns, and their people will know that I am there watching them, and they don't want to let Cinderella down, so that, how does that sound to you? And I will tell them if you're not just looking for, I'm not just looking for bad behavior, but for non-good, helpful behavior. Are you being helpful, sir, today? Greetings from the temporary queen. And Penelope, she said to me, well, I guess I don't need to spell yet. This sounds like a very good start, my dear. Why don't you go off? And I will have my bone broth. And I will have the board game set up for when you return this evening. <laughs> she laughed. And I sighed. I said, oh, boy. And so, with that, I went out on the street. I gathered some cards, of course, and a note. A note-keeper girl. I said, keep, keep the notes, I tell you. And spread word to the people that I will be watching every, everything they do. And guards, let's tour around the city, starting with the, you know, least offensive area. You know, I want to start watching the town as queen, acting queen. And keep an eye on things as as your queen. And I start, oh no, okay, I guess I start thinking like uh, Cinderella would. Oh, I just want to be close to my people, I mean. And oh, no, keeping girl, is your arm cramped at all? Uh, because I, I, you know, I still need those notes, but I could see how that would be hard. Keeping notes, but, but that's your job, of course. We're, 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 but thank you so. Oh, you're, uh, your note-keeping... I cannot read your writing. How did you get a note-keeping job? Oh, your father is lead note-keeper of the keepers of the kingdom notes. What is that? Well, anyway, it is only important you have the names of the people in the crimes somewhat... Or what good deed... We're on good deed patrol, of course. That's what we're on. Oh, yes. So, gods, what is this up ahead? This is... a. Uh, this is a quiet part of town. Whoa, what a, what a town we have. So lovely. So what a day. How about that day today, guys? What is this weather? It is so nice. And I'm, Are these cobblestones? Are they, these are cobblestones, correct? Just walking um, with some lovely gods and a note girl. What's your name, note girl? Oh, note girl is what you prefer to be called. All right. Well, uh, you're proud of that title. Well, you sh well hmm. note girl in training. How about potentially greater than a note girl? No. Oh, what a! Did anyone hear that bird call? Any anyone? Write that down. Bird call at uh, half sun to lunch or whatever time of the day it is. Now, what is everyone in school today? Oh, and work, and we're just out here enjoying the day, and no one else can. And I looked down the street, and the sun was shining, and the cob like I said, there was cobblestone streets. That was the cobblestone streets, and then there was, you know, buildings on either side. It was quite picturesque, the rebuilding we had done. And the god said to me, well, my, 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 how should we call you? And I said, my queen, uh, acting queen, my acting queen. 
And I said, I said, that sounds a bit strange. Like I'm an acting actor, but I am also queen. Well, we'll figure it out. My, my acting queen for now. What were you, what were you saying? You, you lovely man. You, uh, you spoke so bravely to speak up and ask a question. I appreciate your question asking so. And I, I thought to myself, though, this is, um, this is a lot of work. This, uh, whatever you call it. And he said, well, we'll make our way to the marketplace. It should be bustling. And I said, oh, of course it'll be bustling because it is, uh, you know, the, our service economy is so much of uh, everything is running. And then I heard, hello, acting queen, hello. And a man was hanging out his window and he was waving at me. And I said, hello, sir, what a lovely day. You have made it. More lovely than the bird call, well, moments ago. Write this down as well, note girl. But the note girl, she was listening for the bird call, and she and then I said, okay, well, I get what you ask for, I guess. And I said, well, sir, have a wonderful day. And he said, well, I, what are you doing about today, ma'am? And I said, uh, did you call me ma'am or mom? Either way. Have a lovely day. We're on to the marketplace. And he, his neighbors must have heard some other people were looking out. And I said, huh, I guess these are older folks. They're not at work. Um, or maybe they work in another. And then I said, hello, 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 a lot of uh, calling to me. And I said, hello, hello. Oh, that is a green shirt you have. Oh, that is a. Uh, a mighty babe in your arms, a mighty mother with her mighty babe, oh. And then we reached the marketplace, and it was a bustling bustle. Oh, such a place with such smells of all levels of smell from the uh, uh, wonderfully potent and b b b b assaulting on the senses. And a, whoa, oh, it was... There was like meats and che many cheeses of many degrees of agedness. And it also smelled like feet. And I don't know if that was uh, cooking or, or what, but it, it was a smell that I had the experience of smelling that day. And then a man came hobbling up to us and he, they, the uh, soldiers, they said, hey, what, what are you about? This is the queen, the acting queen. He said, oh, the queen, my queen. And this seemed like a man who had been troubled once or once lately, for, for he was wearing only one shoe. And he said, oh, my queen, my queen. And I said, hello, sir, hello. I am only the acting queen, the queen in... Uh, Queen in temporarium or something, and I said, "How are you today?" He said, "Not well, my queen. I am without a shoe, and I've been walking about." And I said, "Oh, walking about with no shoe? You have been, haven't you?" And he said, "It's quite troubling." And I said, "It must be so troubling." And I was thinking, "Okay, I might have gotten this. I think I've got this down. It's uh, repeating and they rephrasing things. I think Cinder was teaching me." And I said, well, what, what would you think about a new pair of shoes? And, and then he said, well, they'd be lovely. I said, you know, to one of the, I said, you, sir, with the, the steely blue eyes, you, God, 
Take him and get him some shoes. Go off, be off with you both. And they went off. But as I was helping the man, the shoeless man, a, uh, a crowd of people started to gather of citizens from the marketplace they had been gathering. They, oh, a queen, hello, calling to me. Temporary queen, part, part, uh, uh, woman in queenhood. We're not sure what to call, ma'am, could I? And they were, gossip, what do they call it? Uh, jockeying for position. I don't know, some, the horseman, the visitor of our kingdom taught us that term. And the next thing I knew, I was swept to a seat in front of a fountain, and there was, I said, oh, okay, okay. I was getting a little hectic, and I said, okay, listen, oh, does everyone, everyone's, oh, well, you know, uh, I said, oh, isn't that a lovely fountain? Listen to that sound, that constant dripping sound, uh, and, and also the sounds of your voices combined together, like a droning sound going on and on, and I know... It is like this fountain will never cease. So beautiful. Oh, how wonderful. And and then the, I noticed the soldiers were, all right, I'm going to line up. Uh, queen will see in due time. All right. And I said, oh, this is uh, interesting, interesting. And I said, oh, oh, well, thank you so much for lining these lovely people. What, what What's happening, by the way? I just, I appreciate what you're doing so, so much work with, uh, isn't it uh, time for lunch? Shouldn't we all be catching some lunch? Oh, well, Queen, we're just lying in a temporary partial... Uh, 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 call me Miss Agatha for now, Miss, Miss, Mistress Agatha. Mistress Agatha, ma'am, we are lying... You know, it's time to see the Queen time, like Cinderella does. Oh, okay. And so they had them lined up, and I have to tell you, people, I'll spare you from the reenacting, because it was like, oh, I, I, oh, I, I tried so. I, I was like... Uh, I really tested out all these things I had seen, observed Cinderella doing. Is it, uh, what was the first one? Uh, the first one was like this woman, and she said, Oh, my husband and I, we cannot start arguing, and our fairy is in bed, and we can, she would resolve all our problems. And I said, Oh, okay, oh, tell me more about this. And she said, Well, my husband, he wanted to go to the... And I, I, I can't even remember. It was like, and I said, oh, well, that sounds very hard. I'm sorry to hear that. And she said, oh, thank you, my queen. I said, oh, okay, well, uh, well tell me more about uh, how this is affecting you and how we could make this better. And then when it went on and it was like, oh, he was like, oh, uh, we our children uh, were running around the house. It was uh, a fairy. I used to play board games with them. And uh, you know what we're now, and I said, "Well, oh wow, you, you sounds very irritating. You must be—is is that what you're feeling? Irritation, or is it something else? This seems important. I want to understand." And uh, they said, "Oh, well, you know, I said, well, we could play board games with your children, maybe, and then uh, you know, your fairy, because Cinderella's off working on the fairy. So, but for the time being, as difficult as it may seem, in my heart, and I said." I will try to think of a solution as well. But, oh, that sounds so. And I try, you know, talk and say, okay, well, tell me more. Oh, or the people would tell the stories. Now, the soldiers in Cinderella, they must have had a thing because people would start to say, some people just wanted to talk, oh, Cinderella. And I'd say, oh, no, I'm Queen Agatha, sir. 
uh, you know, I know you're, uh, you're not blind. Uh, you, oh, Agatha, I say, I can I sit next to you? Oh, he say, I can tell you the tale of, uh, of my son Bradley. He was a wise one, and he went out and would go on and say, oh, he's, he's a was in the warm sun. But I said, Agatha, this is your test. And I'd say, oh, that is so interesting. I feel like I'm there with you, eating an apple, bit by bit. It's like, you you know, what a tale of eating your son's apple eating. Oh, I mean, I feel like we walk to the orchard in real time. And also, oh, and then the gods would say, okay, that's that's enough. And it was like, and people, oh, we don't have time to make love, or what? My husband says he does not want to wear this dress, and I say, well, that's what makes me feel good. And I say, well, that is all. You know, sexuality is a both a wonderful and a many. And I said, let me speak to your husband alone. Oh, tell me, you don't seem like you want to wear this dress at all, do you? No, my, you know, I, I don't. I'm not even comfortable talking to you about it. Well, anyway, you seem, you don't seem comfortable talking to me about it at all. I, I, it seems like an uncomfortable subject to talk to someone about, especially in a woman as a man. Would you like to, no, I don't want to talk to the gods, I say. Uh, so it, would, it, was a, it, was a, it was an endless amount of people, and finally it was like the, uh, I, I, I must have been drained. And I think this was only, well, there was a line that was so long, I think this was only like the fifth or sixth person and I said, oh, the, my, the smells from the marketplace and the sun and the fountain with the constant. There was children laughing at lunchtime and, and the birds. And, and I, said, I, I felt myself drained. And I said, gods, how much longer? And they said, well, you see, Cinderella does it past. We eat lunch here with the people. And, uh, you know, and I said, well, I don't, I, I'm doing my best here. And then I started getting people that were dissatisfied. I said, well, that's not, wait, why, why is that? And I said, oh, this isn't what Cinderella would say. As I came again, I started feeling lightheaded. And then a cobbler came and he said, oh, you, your soldiers ransacked my store and it smells like feet. And I said, of course. And he said, how could you do that? What's that? And I said, oh, okay, I, 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 it was, sounds so difficult having being a cobbler, blah, blah. And then this, the, uh, this, this other man came and he said, uh, the, the shit, sheep, shepherd boy is not at his station and the cows are eating my goods in my way. It was that he's yelling. And I said, oh, it seemed, you, are you upset, sir? You seem very animated. Why don't you sit down and tell me all about it? And he was screaming and spitting on me. And even the guards were jostling their swords to let him know to calm it down. And I say, your curds in your way, eating my sheep. That is just, I could see how that could be so upsetting. Tell me more. And he said, well, the shepherd boy is not about. And I said, well, where is the shepherd boy? He's supposed to, what happened? And she said, he's supposed to be watching the sheep and they've creeped out of the pens and he hasn't seen him at all. And I said, okay, well, uh, let's look into that. How about if I, let's find out, let's try to figure out a solution for you. And he said, eh, I'm just not going to redo my curds in my way. And I was, okay, well, uh, sh- we've taken note of your curds and whey, but let's see, let's not have any more of your curds and whey, Heaton. How's that? 
And he said, well, I said, right, right. And then I said, okay, who knows about this shepherd boy? Has anyone seen the shepherd boy today? And then someone in the back said, well, I have not. I have not. I see him every day but today. And I said, well, come on, come on, miss. Tell me more. And she said, well, I run the sweet shop. And every day on the way to the field, the shepherd boy comes and stares in my window at my sweets. And and then he goes off. And I said, does he ever buy any sweets? Oh, this is a lovely, sounds like a lovely shop. You have the shepherd boy likes to look in your shop. And she said, that's what I just said. And I said, oh, well. And she said, I said, oh, well, why, does he ever buy any? What does he like to eat? What she said, he does not. He just looks in and goes on. His parents do not allow him sweets at all. They say it makes him agitada. And I said, well, okay, so he did not go to the fields this morning. Does anyone else know about this shepherd boy, anyone at all? And then there was silence. I said, well, okay, we'll go, candy woman. You see his parents, where about his parents? Where are his parents? Bring them, send for his parents. And as you guards go gather up the sheep and put, put them where they belong, I have no idea. And the parents come along. I said, where is your shepherd boy? Excuse me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, lady and gentlemen. And they say, ah, that's what the father says, exactly. Bah. And I say, I don't know what to do. Do I, oh, you're not supposed to, don't tell them how they feel. And I, I did that a few times already today, Cinder said. And I said, okay, uh, well, ma'am, have you seen your shepherd boy? And she said, no. He ran away. I said, you, he ran away. Well, I said, God, send to a, send a horse to each gate, each welcome gate, and, and have them shut down, and we'll keep the shepherd boy from getting out of the kingdom as long as we want to make sure he's safe. And I said, well, when, when did, why, did, why did he run away? What happened? And the boy, father said, the boy's a complainer. He's a boy. He, he's a boy. No, he's a boy's no good. And I said, well, 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 well okay. And I said, stay calm. He said, this father, I did not like him one bit. And the mother was no charmer. He reminded me a bit of my parents, a, a little bit, not, not as... Oh, oh. But I said, okay, well, tell me more. He's a complain. What does he complain about? He said everything. The only thing he was good at was staying with those sheep, and he would talk to the sheep. And then the mother said, oh, and he would say, oh, when I am free of my family sheep, I am going to buy the uh, candied apples and eat a candied apple. He would talk about the sweets and the sheep. They love to listen and I said, okay, okay. So he would talk to the sheep. He was good at that about his sweets when he was free of you. So do you think he ran away to buy sweets? He would have gone to the sweet shop, and we have not seen him. And I said, well, why else would you think? What else have you done with this boy? I said, well, it's a damn fairy, the father said. So I said, hey, she used to take care of him. And he said, wait, wait. You know, we got sick of her, and we put her in the barn. And we said, you, you boy, go sleep in the barn with your fairy. Your mother and I need to be alone so we can drink our wine in peace. And you are a fool. And he, he started talking about the candy in his sleep. And oh, yeah. Okay, so the last time you saw him, he was in the barn with the, uh, the fairy. And his father started going on about getting paid, and he wanted me to re-inform, and I said, what do you do all day, sir? And he said, I drink wine with my wife. And he said, yeah, you know, he said, before I drink the wine, we have love. And he was, oh. and I said, and he got too close to my face, too close, and he, he, he touched me. And I, oh, 
I went crazy, I'll tell you people. All it I went, I said, sir, have yourself a seat, but I'm much, much less calmer than that. I said, you sit down and you be quiet. And he, he, said, he had the gold to say, oh, we got ourselves another complainer. And I said, throw him in the dungeons. And then I got so, I'm so sorry for you. I'm, I said to the wife, where, why, why are you? And I was shouting and shouting. And I said, you sent the boy off to be with the fairy. And he, she, he was probably just taking care of the synagogue. I said, go check the bond. The boy's in the fairy, bond with the fairy, taking care of his fairy godmother. He's the only person that's probably been good to this boy. In the history of, he's got these terrible, awful, and the mother says, you call me awful, you cry. And he, she called me a crone face, and I said, why is that? And I guess I was screaming a lot about the fairy by comparing the parents. I said, you know, no, and I was saying, you stupid, awful parents, you know, so you're no fairies, and you make the boy run away. And I was, I was talking nonsense because I was so hard. Whatever I had done all day long was undone. So all the saying, oh, this must be so hard to uh, have to knit your own afghan, even though you have a knitting business and you just had the fairies working for you for free for a time. Oh, that is it's so difficult. Oh, I can understand your pain. Well, right now all the fairies are ill. Cinderella's off trying. And that went on. And I guess my anger... Uh, you know, most of the people were farther away. They couldn't hear, and I was saying fairy and idiot a lot. Um, uh, and people made some connection, and, well, your boy, you made your boy run away. And all the people, the townspeople, they saw me so angry and very angry. I guess I was standing on the fountain, and I was kicking water. I tried to push over a statue, I threw the woman in the in the water. I said to the man, you know, what I'm going to do to you, sir, is, you know, I, and I do, I, I honestly, I was so mad, I do not remember. I guess I was, um, uh, people started to, you know, be inspired by my anger in some sense, and they began to say, they started yelling at each other, Ah, that's right, she's right about those fairies. They kidnapped that boy, and they are no good. They're a drag. And I said, you know, you've infected me with your bad, you know. I said something to the man about his spitting in my face, you know, and I, I the people took it as that the fairies are, uh, maybe I said, I don't know. Remember why I was saying, Cinderella, what if the fairies are contagious? And I was kind of kidding, but not. And I guess all the people have been harboring that fear in the hearts. Hiding it away from Cinderella. And then once she was gone, they said, Ah, that fairies, oh, they could be contagious. They're going to make us all ill. They're no, they're, you know, they, all we do is feed them tea and bone broth. No one, all these board games, a house full of board games. Yelling kids, they want to play with us. We want to play our role play. Or, you know, drink our wine and sleep in peace. Uh, and, he, and, and they said, and it was like, oh, the fairies have taken, they want to take this, the children's, uh, they've taken the shepherd boy, and they're going to take our children. It spread, oh, rumor in 
right, I guess, it, but mostly it was my anger. It was like a, it was like my people, I looked around, I saw people berating people and then marching off and then is, and then the next thing you know, unfortunately, now this was lunchtime, I don't even know, but all the fairies were turned into, turned out to the bonds. The people said they're going to put the fairies in the bonds for now and then what, what, and the people were yelling at me, and then they were cheering. And I say, uh, this was by another. I, I, I don't even know. I said, uh, oh, after I after I screamed at them, I said, oh, I need to sit down for a minute. Bring me some lunch, and I had a little lunch, and I just remained quiet. And the people had marched off and gone back. Some people that I had noticed there was less people, and I said, where did they go? They said to turn the fairies out to the bonds, as you said. And I said, I never, I said, I would make, the, I said to make the husband and the wife sleep in the barn and bring the fairy and the shepherd boy in the house and buy the shepherd boy some sweets. And they said, oh, no, 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 you know, as I said, they, they said, oh, no, you said the fairies think the children are sweets to make them. And I said, oh, dear, this is uh, not good. I, 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 uh, my, I, I lost my cool, did I not? And the god said, well, say, well if, what, what are you going to do with the fairies once we gather them in the bonds? And I said, I guess I will figure that out tomorrow. They'll be bedded down for the night, of course, with the animals. And that it was going to be a warm evening, so I wasn't totally concerned. Since they were sick, and, I, and then the shepherd boy came to see me, and he said, thank you for the sweets. My parents took them from me and ate, ate them, but I said, uh, he said, that was very nice of you. And he said, I almost had some sweets. And I said, a shepherd boy, I'm going to need your help. You, you dearly love your fairy godmother, don't you? And he said, I do, I do, my uh, queen. Uh, and I said, just call me Mistress Agatha. And he said, Mistress, Madam Agatha, Madam. And he said, I said, okay, well, that sounds like a little... Uh, well, either one does not sound very good. I don't think it. Just call me Agatha. And he said, Agatha, uh, you, 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 I do. I love my fairy. And I said, I have a fairy Penelope at home that I love too. I, I don't say that to her very much because, I, you know, I don't like to. But I understand. They're good people. These, they're, 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 does she sleep and she smiles in her sleep? He says, she does. And he says, she blows bubbles. It, well, in her sleep, I said, oh, I would love to see that. And the shepherd boy and I, we went and watched his uh, fairy godmother sleep, and it was delightful, for real, not pretending to be, saying, oh, boy, that is so delightful watching. I, I, I was filled with a relaxation and a delight, and I said, okay, well, we got a little situation on your hands, our hands with your parents, and people, I like, I'm mad at your parents. And they, he said, well, this, uh, yeah. And he goes, I, I usually take it out on the, on the straw. I punch the straw a lot. And he said, would you like to punch? He goes, it's good. You watch her blow bubbles, then you punch the straw, and then you talk to the sheep. And I said, oh, if I would have known that as uh, before, after my first husband, I could have saved so much money instead of talking to the alchemist and the phrenologist, the phlebotomist, or whatever they called him. So, my friends, that is uh, where we, uh, we shall leave things. Is that I lost my temper, not going well. I was doing my, I was doing my best at being Cinderella. 
and then I, I became Agatha, and now I, I I don't think it's that big a deal. They'll be in the bonds. We'll get them back in the houses. I can uh, issue a royal decree. I have soldiers. And this nice boy, this uh, shepherd boy, he, he let me talk to his sheep, and I said, oh, and they were frightened of me, and they they walked away. But uh, that hurt. It did. I punched more straw, and I actually popped a bubble on the lips. And then I went home and back to the castle. I watched Penelope sleep, and then I slept very well. So even though you you know I, I say you sounds like you've made a lot of mistakes today, and you've lost your temper. I'm really talking to myself, and you really really got so angry. So, you know, sounds like you should just picture a, a lovely, lovely fairy godmother smiling and sleeping, grinning and breathing so slowly, so gently, and such a soft face, her eyes so soft and relaxed. It is a delight. Good night.